Hello and welcome to our podcast, Real Out Loud. Join us and together we'll be engaging in conversations about the truths not spoken of, reflections about life and other issues and experiences that real or bring women off balance. I'm your host and my name is Nicole and joining me will be my co-host, Pinkinia, and on our platform, we'll have guests from different facets of life, some who have also had a trail with life, and some professionals to give us information on these reflections as we figure out how to survive the real. Greetings and hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. The name is Pinky Nia, but I never, ever, ever, ever walk alone. I am with my co-host, Nicole. Hi, Nick Nick. Hi, Pinky. How are you? I am awesome. I'm awesome. So listen, uh, today we're going to be talking about something as always, but I want to take this time and opportunity to actually welcome our first time listeners and say welcome to the family, to the home of reeling issues. Definitely. And to our returning or our uh, members, um, we say thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for staying with us. And today we are talking about abortion. Quite a difficult topic to talk about, but yet most suffer in silence. We are here to end the stigma so that we can, you know, spread the awareness and the stigma so that, you know, people don't feel judged, but they are able to, you know, tell their story and be able to rewrite it in healthier ways. Yeah, yeah. And did you actually know that for more than a decade now in South Africa, laws have been established in an attempt to protect the lives and health of women seeking abortions. But despite numerous uh, drives or awareness campaigns to educate the protection of women's interests, it's still alarming how many people suffer due to unsafe abortions. You know, and it's actually unsettling to discover that numerous abortions are actually okay under, you know, forced and pressured circumstances. In years, uh, and some happen willfully, uh, but despite the presence of this, uh, such challenges, would you say there's hope for a shift towards a better situation in the near future? Most definitely. And I, I think it starts with the mindset uh, if we approach the mindset, but then community and relatives and family, and given that it's a, a forced or pressured situation or circumstance, I feel we still have a long way to go. I feel that that we have a long way to go. Mm. Maybe the, the, the starting point would be us actually getting to a point where we discuss the things that actually get people to understand that you know abortion does not mean it doesn't mean that if i tell you i did an abortion or i had an abortion Mm -hmm. it definitely Mm -hmm. means that you know it was just out of choice there are circumstances where you know people are like like we're talking about to say sometimes these things they are forced on a person you might find that maybe a person has been raped what option are they left with to care for that child what happens in the end yeah. So you see, yeah. if we address these challenges, then it means definitely, I think 
there is a possibility of a of a better future guaranteed under such circumstances because we put people to the light of what is really happening behind the scenes. All right. Yeah, that's true. And going back to a point that you have just raised of the circumstances, I think we can look into uh, what are the circumstances that lead to abortion. I understand that abortion is, is not something that a sensible person would seek out if it were unnecessary, you know, and people now even when performed in accordance with today's best practices, either medical or surgical, it still poses some un- undesirable outcomes, you know. Definitely. So let's talk about uh, other reasons why people may seek to abort a pregnancy. Like I spoke of earlier, I talked about the rape scenario, mm. you know, to say that mm. a person has been sexually assaulted and they are left with no option. They can fall pregnant and they are left with no option. Because remember, there's also stigma that is also related to rape. But we're not going to talk about it yes. in this in this episode. But that's a topic for another day. But like, like we yeah. say, there's a lot of stigma out there. Someone can get assaulted and they'll be shy to tell the world or to tell those around them that this is what is happening. Or maybe because they don't feel like they're going to be believed. So they end up uh, maybe keeping quiet about the whole experience until it then comes up to be a pregnancy that came unexpected as a result. And sometimes as well, there are scenarios such as medical complications or anomalies that arise for a number of, of reasons that endanger a woman's life or that of the either the mother or the the fetus itself. Or the baby. So you see, so, sometimes it then comes to a point where they are left with no choice, but the best medical option at that stage is to terminate. To- so which means definitely True. they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to have a choice. Like, for example, situations like an ectopic pregnancy, maybe for someone who's listening that might not, be thinking what medical conditions are you talking about? We've got what we call the ectopic yeah. pregnancy, the one that, you know, that um, starts off in the tube, not the uterus itself. So which means that mm-hmm. it, it's going to pose risk to the mother's life. So one way or the other, it has to be taken out for whatever reason. Yeah. True. And we also have uh, minors that are not ready to be parents or to assume the responsibility of parenting. Mm. They end up turning to to abortion mm. um, because, you know, they're worrying about the lack of financial means to raise their child or how themselves, because they're still minors. Mm. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's a situation of a child raising a child. Mm. Then, yeah, they might not be ready about it. And it might uh, interrupt to their current uh, way of living, way of life. Mm. We might have... You know, Pinky, now that you're mentioning about minors, a thought just Mm. came to my mind. You know, where you are a minor, the fact that you are a minor, it means that you are incapable of making your own decisions in in relation to quite a number of things at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine uh-huh. parents can go out of their way to get a child's pregnancy terminated simply because, number one, like you're talking of finances, maybe finances are an issue. Yes. 
maybe you know the fear of you know the fear of people talking you know their status trying to protect or preserve their status maybe they are maybe it's a pastor and that that's a pastor's child or the society they oh, come yeah. from they don't really accept and acknowledge such experiences of a child falling pregnant sometimes it's only because they are also trying to protect their own status like how people see Statuses, them if yeah. they say people saw me in a certain way then and now my child gets pregnant then it becomes an issue so which means that they can it True. can happen that some of these families can end up forcing abortion on the child even if it's not the best decision at the end of the day yeah and because you're a minor you still need uh, security of home education exactly. uh financial support mm. you end up aborting because you cannot take care of yourself mm. and and yeah. you know mothers yeah. sometimes there there would be cases that i've had where you know a mother forces a child or thinks the the abortion is the best choice for the child because she's scared that it will compromise the nature of her relationship with the father of the child or maybe the child won't be accepted back in school if it's figured out that yeah. the child is pregnant because there are some countries you know that do not allow children to attend school even if they are pregnant we are still in yes. an era yes where we are trying to change the laws as we go so some of the laws are not as yet protecting people under such you know compromising situations mm-hmm. and given that as well in some countries abortions are still illegal mm. so you see it poses many risks to those who seek abortion mm. the information is really not shared i doubt there's enough research done mm. for the person who or much information given to the person that is going into abortion or the risks that it imposes because because now it's it's a rushed process i feel like it will be a rushed process if i am a minor mm. i i don't have time to decide for myself or i don't have time to think it through mm. then i yeah it might risk my life or it might risk uh, my womb and and things like that yeah you are and mentioning then, quite an important aspect when you're saying that it's a rushed decision remember this abortion also happens under certain conditions and circumstances you know yes. they they say the earlier the better the later the more risky it is for whoever has to undergo the procedure so like you're saying it ends up creating a lot of you know issues because now you you are thinking you don't have time to really sit down and process everything yes. even individually or as a family but you are just in the position where you just want to rush to make a decision because you want an outcome that is that is in in favor of your needs at that stage and at that time yes. and then you find that at a later stage that's when people start to suffer the consequences either medical consequences psychological consequences or mental yeah or emotional consequences of course i was also thinking that someone might go through it alone mm. given that they don't want their immediate or people around them to know that they're pregnant mm. so they decide on their own then they make the decision and then they rush into it then like you said you later on we have um the circumstances or we have the situations where someone will be depressed or 
someone just doesn't look okay. You know, sometimes I don't think these people really have access to information that would help them to make the relevant decisions. I'm just thinking that, you know, most probably these people also who find themselves in such a situation, they they are misinformed or maybe they don't have access to adequate information that would help them make the decision. Because I was thinking of what we were talking about earlier to say that you from a developing country or a certain country, not necessarily developing, but a certain country mm-hmm. that does not, the laws and the rules, they, they do not, uh, they are not in support of abortion. Then it means that sometimes people will end up doing the backdoor one. Which means that yeah. when it's a backdoor and you come, Pinky, you want my help, I'm just going to give you a pill, I'm going to do the procedure on you, whatever procedure it is. And then after that, I don't want any contact with you because I don't want to suffer yes. the legal consequences of being responsible for your life. I don't life. want it known. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't want it known that I dealt with and you. And if something happens, oh, yeah. something bad happens to you, maybe you bleed out or you have some serious complication and you die. For me, it's a legal consequence. So when it's a backdoor thing, it means that that trade happens and there's nothing, no no kind of like, what do you call it? No no, no, no sense no of... No due process is for Yeah, no due process, no kind of attachment after that. I think mm, that's, mm, that's why mm, sometimes mm. it ends up, you know, getting in the way of people getting the relevant information that will help them to make the right, the, the right decisions at the end of the day. I feel people don't get the relevant information or, or the information that they need in time because I don't think it's a planned thing. You you don't plan to fall pregnant and say, I'm planning to fall pregnant and have an abortion. Mm. It's, it's an instant discovery that I am pregnant mm. or now I have to uh, terminate it or now I'm forced to terminate it. So... In that turmoil, you you just do things randomly. without processing them yeah. through yeah randomly. It's yeah it's a yeah if, yeah that's the right way randomly. And then let's look at relationships. You know, people are in relationships and then you get pregnant and more guys like no, I don't want that baby. Get get rid of it. Mm. And as I circumstances, you are definitely left with no choice because. You know, you know, when the complexity of relationships sometimes is that when people are dating, they are dating, but they are not thinking about the possibilities of such things coming up like an unwanted pregnancy. And then it it then mm-hmm. ends up being forced on the girl or the person. Obviously, it's a girl, <laughs> the person carrying the <laughs> child. It's then left upon them, you know, to make the decision. They say, if you don't terminate it, then you are going to take care of the child. I don't want my family knowing about this. And then you are the one who's stuck as the woman now. You have to make a decision. Because number one, you already know you don't have support. And we once mentioned finance as an issue that also makes people to uh, make that decision and that choice. Number two, you're thinking of your relationships. The one person that you're hoping to support you and be present is the one who's telling you, go and do this. So you're left yes. with no option. 
sometimes people end up making those decisions not because they they just careless or not because they are just you no know, they are not inhumane they are inhumane they are not they don't have morals but it's because of you know they are at a crossroads and they don't know what decision to make In terms of relationship, mm. you know, um, given that, okay, let's say I find out that I'm pregnant and I am not ready to to have a baby, then I do not tell my partner that I'm pregnant, then I go ahead and have an abortion. This happens in marriages, in relationships. Yeah. Um, then a person aborts without uh, the consent of the father then the father later finds out that I aborted. Do you think abortion affects the male partners in the relationship as well? I think it def- depends on the individual. Like like we are saying, the, the abortion, as much as it affects the one making the decision, it also affects those that are involved, whether knowingly mm. or unknowingly. That's why you find that there's always issues of regret that stem up in the end. Men, I've seen, I've come to see and realize that men suffer the consequences of an abortion. It's more, more or less the same way that a lady also suffers it, the one who had to do it physically. Because now it's an issue of, for them, it's an issue of the morals, their spirituality. Uh, the abortion is not in line with their spirituality or their morals or the way they were raised, or the person that they want to be, you know. And then they start to regret that decision over time as they come to understand the depth and, yeah, the depth of what the decision that they had to either make or push this person to make. Let's take a short break and we will be right back. We are back still discussing this important topic on abortion. So just to continue from where we left off, um, though the law and most of society normally seeks to affirm the rights and the needs of the mother, the reality is that a lot of pregnant women are pressured into terminating these pregnancies. It's not always... It's not always in a direct and an obvious way, which then makes it very difficult for them to resist or fight. Like the example that we spoke about uh, just before we ended the first section of the discussion, where we were saying that maybe you are in a relationship and then the guy is like, you need to terminate. We also need to consider some of the factors that are behind that. Sometimes it's not because the person just denies their pregnancy. But sometimes it could be because oh, maybe they were in a less exclusive, like in a relationship that's not exclusive. It comes to a point where they are just sexually intimate and then they happen to have the child. And then now they are stuck with the decision. Do we, you know, take care of this child, even if we don't have us as the parents don't have the relationship or not? Of course, there's going to be fear of being a single parent 
because it's it's more of we are not dating, we did not plan this and and so forth. So single parenting and then you're not ready to be a single parent mm. or like you said that uh, the partner denies paternity mm. then person tells you go find the father of that child because it's not mine mm. then and then yeah public shaming uh by family and community yeah. it's know. one of the things mm. that would actually bring fear you know there are other abortions that are that are forced or that happen because of employment oh yeah a fear of losing my job mm. I am employed, I'm a domestic worker, I get pregnant. And they're like, if you're pregnant, you cannot work here anymore. Mm. Or there's no space for you here. Mm. Or you're in the entertainment industry, you're an actress. Or, or yeah, you are a public figure. And then they're like, no, this post does not need someone who's pregnant. Or we cannot wait for you to go for maternity leave and come back. Mm. And things like that. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's also because of misinformation. When we look at it, like there are certain laws that are also in place to protect pregnant women in their workplace environment. When we look at the uh, Employees Act as well, it's it's very important for people to know what their rights and what the expectations are when I'm having a certain condition. Those things we can access them on the internet on your government, you know, portal where you can also familiarize with information of how to protect yourself from the company or the job in that instance. But like you are saying, there are certain jobs like, you know, like a domestic worker that you don't have much choice because it's not like a structured thing. Mm. Yes, yes. It becomes like a hostile situation. Mm. I think it's important, uh, if you find out that you're pregnant and you feel like you are forced to abort, you'd let someone know. Because I think if you are in that state, mm. you, you you might not be able to be as proactive as much as someone who's not directly into the situation so that someone can research and find out more information for yeah, you. Yeah, they can help you. If I'm a domestic, yeah, I'm panicking, mm. yeah. If I'm told... You lose your job if you do not abort. I'm panicking. I'm thinking of losing my job. How am I going to take care of myself? So if I tell Nicole mm. and Nicole, I'm pregnant, but I'm being told to abort, Nicole can actually come in and assist and do the research and find out for me because me now I'm in a panic mode. Yeah, and you know, you just reminded me of an episode that I once saw on this one of these shows on the internet lately. The one for DNA closure, mm. the one that Tinashem Gabe is doing. Oh. <laughs> I actually realized that they there can be instances where, you know, the girl, the domestic worker is put in a compromising situation, either because they are young or force is used on them. And then they get to be intimate with the employer. And then the employer starts to decide, you know, like the, the male employer started oh, deciding yeah. what is it that it was supposed to happen to a pregnancy only to find that they pinned the pregnancy on someone else, like her boyfriend, but yet the employer knew that this is my pregnancy. So I think there are cases where, you know, let's say a woman can find out that this girl, this housemaid has had a child for my husband. You know, some women Mm, out there, mm, they really mm. force the domestic worker to terminate that pregnancy 
like you were talking about the public shaming, they're trying to protect their image on the outside, yes, but they don't know image, about, yeah. they're not thinking about the life that they are, they are putting through a lot by having to take them through such a procedure. And risking, mm. true. And you know, sometimes partners, parents or family members in general, sometimes they threaten to withdraw that financial support they can either threaten to leave the relationship because they are unready or unwilling to raise the child. Mm, or sometimes they start the shaming. Some people, I let's say I am not easily or mostly affected by what people say out there. But if a family, if my immediate family or my close family start the shaming, mm. it will definitely get to me, Yeah, which might force me to to do their abortion because I seek family approval or I don't want to be in the streets because you're told if you do not abort, then you find somewhere else to stay because we're not going to stay mm. with, uh, yeah, an extra mouth to feed. Mm. While the experience itself directly impacts the mother, we can't deny that people that are actually living and working with her, they, they can also be affected. Be, True, like parents... Yeah. Yeah, or the siblings, mm. oh, yeah, uh, or partners, even the partners and the rest of the families, you know, they end up experiencing the emotional turmoil as well, you know, because if we love a person and they go through something this difficult, it hurts us mm. too. In certain circumstances, a person goes through this procedure alone. They don't confide in anyone. Mm, so you, mm, you can mm, imagine mm. the amount of emotional consequences that come or psychological consequences that come as a result of having to deal with everything in silence because you don't want that shame yeah. and you want to take responsibility for whatever that is happening to you. Oh, yeah. So that's when people go through grief. There's depression, mm. an emotional turmoil, feeling a whole lot of things at the same time. Mm. But, you know, there are those who actually experience a form of relief mm. after having an abortion. I, I think it will take us back to that point where you raised earlier uh, that maybe it's, it's a rape situation. Mm. Because yeah. it's going to be like a trigger for you to see that child. And remember, to yes, be a parent, reminded. to be a parent, you have to be not only physically and financially ready, you also have to be emotionally ready. It takes a lot from you to have to be, to connect with the child, to be there for the child and to provide for the child. So I think it comes in the sense of relief in the sense that now it's not going to be a reminder, a constant reminder of the experience that this person has had to deal with all of their life because that can bring a complexity in the nature of relationship that they're going to have with the child. And I also yeah. happen to notice that sometimes it doesn't only affect our psychological well-being, there are fertility issues that come. Some people start to have regret. Yeah. They start to have yeah. regret at yeah. a later stage because maybe they are thinking, this is why I'm not giving birth because I had an abortion before or they start to True. actually face complications physically because whatever procedures were done at that stage, if it was a backstreet one, it wasn't surgically approved to be okay enough for their body to withstand, you know? Or cleansing of the yeah. womb and things the, like that. Yeah, yeah, having the necessary yeah. procedures done. So, yeah, those are some of the outcomes. 
And I just have a quick question, Pinky. I, mm-hmm. I've seen that most people in relationships after, you know, let's say this experience has happened to someone and then at a later stage, they get in a relationship and involve themselves with someone. Do you think it's necessary for people to speak about the experience of the abortion or not? Because I've seen people who walk away from a woman because she was not she was not open she, enough she to talk about the abortion ah. that she had at a later at an earlier stage of her life. So do you think it's important for people to speak about this with their recent partners or not? I I would think it would depend with how serious the relationship is. Uh, At the beginning, I I wouldn't, uh, you know. Uh, But if we get serious or we are at a stage where we feel like we are going to spend the rest of our lives together, then I might want to be open about it, that this is what happened. If there was a circumstance to it, then I give um, the reason or what transpired for me to actually take that route. But I, it's, it's a personal preference. You know, if you want to share, you share. If you, if you don't go, because you know there are those who are open, like I can actually go and air right now and say I had an abortion, mm, this, 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 mm. this. It, it's, it's out there, yeah. And there are those who are close that uh, don't want to, to be sharing or opening up as, as much as that. So it depends with you yourself personally if you want it known or if yeah if you don't want it known because at the end of the day your body you're right Mm. and you know like the judgment is not far off like we said society can be judgmental of a person even the new partner can start to have a different way of seeing Mm -hmm. an individual Mm -hmm. so like you're saying it's very important for a person to decide what is specifically right or correct for them. I'm just thinking in an instance where, you know, the procedure was done back door and then you have these fertility issues. It can be a compro, like it was, it can be a really complex situation for you to own up to the responsibility because that can be used against you throughout the relationship or it can end the relationship. Sometimes it can help to actually save the relationship by making, taking the necessary steps to ensure that, you know, mm, the problem mm, is mm. fixed or corrected. So I think this is a question that we can leave to the floor to decide yes. or to discuss if anyone wants to say something, if, they, if they've got an input, if they've got an opinion that they feel this might help someone. It is very important to gather and have all the necessary and right information if you want to take the abortion route to approach a medical practitioner will be able to assist you and help you in this regard. And because these outcomes are not an easy to manage in isolation, it is also very important to provide and accept support before, during and after the procedure. Social labels and stigmas only serve to separate the people who need help from the help that they need. Let us be accepting people. Let us be loving people. Be kind uh, to one another because you never know what the next person is going through. For more on our episodes and these relatable conversations, please check us on our website, www 
www.realoutloud.co.za or other podcast platforms. Our episodes are also accessible on social media platforms indicated on our website and our YouTube page. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and invite others to our webpage. Ciao!